Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all for tuning into the Mindset Makeover podcast with me, your host, Amanda. Happy Thursday. Y'all know today is my favorite day of the week. It is the day of Jupiter, all about the shmoney, all about the prosperity and abundance. And yeah, I'm just happy every Thursday. Something, I don't know if it's in my head or what, because I know it's the day of Jupiter, but I'm always looking forward to some type of good news or lucky news or some money. And so what happened today? What did I sell today? Um... 12 journals did sell at Crystal Fox, so they paid me for that. Um, So that's always a good thing when I sell the money manifestation journals. But today's a good day. I hope you all are having an amazing day too, and I hope you're having an amazing week. I hope that we are all staying high vibrational and feeling good. The weather's been good. Today is cold, but the weather's been good all week here in the DMV, so I hope you all have been out and enjoying that. I'm coming on here, so I normally don't record anything on Thursdays, and I don't know if I'm going to actually upload this or not, or have this episode come out right away, but I had to say it while these things were on my heart, because I didn't do it last night when they were really on my heart, because I had a house full of full of people, and I couldn't, but last night... I was feeling a little confused and I was feeling like like I didn't know the answers. I don't know if you've all ever felt like that, like you just felt lost and you needed some guidance and you just didn't know what to do next or you didn't know what just just the next step to take. You know, you wanted your path illuminated a little bit for you, you know, just need that light from God to kind of show you your way. So I decided to take a quantum leap shower. And I I talked about this at one of the manifestation seminars that my friend and I did, but I haven't really talked about it that much on this podcast. But basically what it is, is you go in, I went in the shower scared, and then I declared that when I got out of the shower, I would know the next step to take. And I went in there, I did some breathing exercises, and I really calmed my mind. And the thing that came to my mind in that moment was that God wanted me to speak my truth. And it's not that I mind speaking my truth. It's that sometimes I feel like, okay, how how long? You know, we're, we all have shit that we've gone through. We've all had traumatic experiences in our lives, but that doesn't mean they have to define who we are. And so that's how I was looking at it. I was like, those moments don't have to define who I am. Da, 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 da. But then I realized that I have gone through more than a normal person has or should. Maybe. I don't know what what everyone has gone through. But I from from a young age, I could say as a child, I experienced more than most people experience. And I'm sure that my story or what I've overcome can help somebody else. So that that was that was the message that I received. I received a couple of other downloads, but the the main message was that God wanted me to tell the world who I am and where I come from. I have a lot of people who 
they meet me and they judge me based off of my appearance or, you know, things I say, y'all know I'm about the money. Y'all know, y'all know that. But if you get to know me on a deeper level and hopefully that, you know, through this podcast, you get to know who I really am. It's a lot more than money. (laughs) It's a lot more than, oh, she's has on designer or it's a lot more than my appearance or I walk into a room like a was somebody telling me the other day you walked into the room like you own it like you're just a boss bitch and I'm like and I laughed it off and I was like yeah girl that was the look I was going for but really I just walked into the room (laughs) not to you know minimize my presence or anything like that but I did just walk into the room I had no intentions of walking on walking in there seeming you know like this big bad bitch or whatever but People get the wrong, not the wrong impression because, you know, that boss bitch is a part of who I am, but they never get to know who I truly am. And I think that's because I don't really tell my story enough because I felt like it was irrelevant. And I always told myself, and this could just be me being negative, but I always told myself, if you're going to fuck with me, you're going to fuck with me. You don't have to know where I came from and what I, what I used to do or what I've gone through in order to fuck with me. Like if you're going to ride with me, you're going to ride with me for who I am today. But sometimes you need to know where people come from. You know, I really, I really appreciate rags to riches stories. I really appreciate learning people's backgrounds so that you can really get to know them as a person, know why they are the way that they are. So when I was taking my quantum leap shower, and God put it on my heart to talk more about, you know, where I come from and why I do the things that I do. I feel like, okay, I guess now's the time. So this podcast episode is going to be called My Truth because I'm going to tell you all my truth. Not every bit of my life in this in this podcast, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about why I am the way that I am. For one, I'm going to tell you who I am. So I'm all about evolution. I'm all about growth. I'm all about expansion. I'm all about, you know, expanding the way that we think. I'm all about this. This podcast is called Mindset Makeover. My company is called Mindset Makeover. And it's all about. It's all about changing your mindset and evolving as a human being. It's all about changing the way that you think, changing the things that you feed your mind in order to change the world in your way, in order for you to show up as your full self to step into your power of who you are, right? That's what it's all about. And that's who I am. Every single day, I wake up trying to be a better version of myself. Every single day, I wake up and I try to do better than I did the day before. I try to learn from my mistakes and move through them and past them. I try not to dwell too much on the past. I try to forgive as quickly as I possibly can. A lot of time, that forgiveness doesn't involve entertaining people that I have had to forgive if that makes sense, like I forgive you, but your access is now denied. And I know that that is something that, you know, comes from trauma. I know that, and that's a big 
like lesson in my life, you know, having to cut people off. You know, a lot of people don't cut people off. They might cut them back or, you know, I know a lot of people with a ton of fake friends because they just refuse to cut them off or, you know, family members around them that don't mean them well and they just have an inability to cut those people off. And so a big thing in my life is actually one of the reasons that I signed up for therapy was for me to understand why I just can disconnect with people so easily. And it's not that I do it easily like I don't care because I do care. If my feelings are hurt, my feelings are hurt. Um, And I do look at the situation on both sides. I never say, oh, I did absolutely nothing to this person. Typically, I can say, well, I understand how they feel and still acknowledge that I'm hurt and still acknowledge that that person did, in fact, hurt me, but never never dismissing the role that I necessarily played in it, right? So that's been a big part of who I am. And it seems to be like one of the one of the one of the common issues in my life, right? So I was realizing while I was in my last therapy session too that All of the things that I experienced by the age of seven and a half, eight years old really shaped how I attach and detach from people. So, for example, when when I was little, I lived in a house. I lived in D.C. on K Street. Um, If you're from here, you've heard of K Street. It's like popping. Real estate is popping there. I always look back and say, damn, we really sold that house for like pennies and it's worth over a million dollars now. But anyway, I lived in a family home on K Street. I lived with my grandmother, my mother, my uncle, my two sisters and my niece and nephew. And we all lived in this house together. And my uncle was a heroin addict and he was strung out he was he was a heavy user he was a heroin addict I remember him shooting up in the living room when I was five years old like certain stuff like even when I watch tv now like I'm affected by people using drugs in movies and television shows like it always brings me back to the living room when I saw Uncle Ron shooting up and he ended up passing away from heroin use and um, he had heart failure from from too much drugs. So that was death one in my childhood home. My uncle Ron passed away from overdosing on heroin. Then um, me and my mom and my sister were home one day and I was in the room with my mom and my mom had a massive heart attack And when I was younger, we didn't have much money. So we didn't have a phone in the house for me to call 911. So I rushed downstairs, told my sister. My sister had to leave out of the house and go to a neighbor's house to call 911. Needless to say, my mom did not make it. So as a five and a half year old child, I have now lost my uncle and my mother. And I lived in this house with my grandmother. So my grandmother had lost a son and a daughter. So 
my aunt, my aunt Anita, who ended up getting custody of me and raising me, she moved into a house with my grandmother. Sorry, I'm recording this. You might hear the kids in the background, but I'm alone in a room. But she moved into a house. She just couldn't take it anymore. Two of her children, you know, died you know, so she needed new, new energy, new scenery. So they moved into a house in, in Fort Washington, Maryland. And that's where I grew up in Fort Washington, Maryland with my aunt. And at first my grandmother, but a year, a little over a year later, my grandmother ended up passing away in the home in the middle of the night. And I was there, me and my aunt were there and, um, she ended up passing away. My two sisters that lived with me in my childhood home with my mom, my grandma, and my uncle, they were moved away. I had to detach from every single person that I knew. I had to detach from everyone in the blink of a fucking eye. And within like a year, everybody that I knew was away from me, was gone. So those emotional attachments for me to survive, I had to, you know, I had to build up a wall. I had to build those boundaries because if I was crying every day over the people that I missed, I would not have made it. And I say all that to say now as an adult, when I see the bad in a person, I don't give up on them on the first time, the second time, the third time. But baby, best believe when it's too many strikes, I'm fucking out. If you're a friend of mine and I see too many red flags, I'm out. If I've dated you, Kirk, this relationship that I'm in right now, we've been together. This is our seventh year. This is the longest relationship I've ever been in where I had to search within myself to figure out what the hell is wrong with me instead of kicking somebody to the curb. This is the first one. A guy had a year. I used to give guys a year. And if I don't see marriage, I'm out. Every relationship was like that. A year hit, maybe a month after that, figured out how to wiggle my way out. And I was out. And that's how I live my life. Being able to detach and move on is how I live my life. Being able to see that something isn't working out and to examine why it didn't work out look at myself in the situation and how I could have been better and how I could have changed the situation by being better or avoided the situation altogether by looking and accepting the red flags that were there the entire time. I have to look at myself. So that's what I do in every situation and not just in relationships, but in life in general. Let's just say my career in, in um, not in real estate, my career in retail and management. I've been in retail management since 2008. I've been managing teams since 2008. I have years of leadership training. I have years of experience, you know, just in business in general, doubling, tripling, quadrupling different, different, you know, stores, income, their sales, their net sales, their profits, quadrupling profits, getting awards for my ideas to grow and evolve other people's companies. 
But I say all that to say, when I know it's not working out, I go. I give it my all, and then when it's not working out, I cut ties. I was great in retail. I could have gone up the chain. I knew it wasn't for me, and I rolled out. All of the things that I've gone through, being able to detach, being able to see red flags and move on, being able to, you know, do all these things and evolve is because I sit back and I examine the situations for what they are. I feel all of my feelings. I admit all of my feelings. I cry. My fiance calls me a crybaby all the time. I cry. I get all of my feelings out. And then I move on completely. (laughs) I move on completely. I don't go around ignoring my feelings. I don't I don't say, oh, I'm good. I'm great. No, I say how I feel. But then once I get all of that shit out, I move on completely. And I'm a better person when I move on because I've looked at myself. I've examined myself. And I have a therapist that I go to every week that helps me examine myself if I can't see it. Because, you know, sometimes we don't see ourselves. Sometimes we don't see ourselves. And I'm saying this because I finally realized why I am the way that I am. And I think that it's important also to mention other things that I've experienced while growing up. For one, I was raised by a person who, even though I lost my grandmother, my uncle, and my mother... My aunt, who raised me, lost her twin brother. My uncle Ron was my aunt's twin brother. Her older sister and her mother as well. She lost them all. I was raised by a person who was grieving. Single and grieving. And now she's raised her kids. Her kids were 17, 18 when I was born. She's raised her kids. And now here I am five and a half years old, and she has to start all over again by herself with some added pressure, which is Amanda, because who I am now, I've always been. My mother spoiled me rotten, and I really, I'm still spoiled. (laughs) To this day, I am still spoiled. I want everyone to spoil me. That's just who I am. If I go over your house, I'm expecting you to cook me a meal, offer me wine. If you know, this is what I do. This is me. My fiance buys me flowers every week. He buys me gifts all the time. Like I'm just a spoiled brat. That's just who I am. I'm just spoiled. I'm lovable, but I'm spoiled and I don't care. (laughs) But I had to be some type of burden, you know, on on my aunt. And this is who raised me, you know. So what do I do as an adult? I try not to ever be a burden on anyone. I very rarely ask for a ton of favors. I'm always willing to pay people for their time. Like I'm I will overpay and over over give just to have someone do the simplest things for me, you know. Occasionally, I will accept help because, you know, I'm trying to be better as a person and you should be accepting of help that people offer you. But that took some time, too. 
I remember my why. Like when I first started out in real estate, I used to think my why was because, God, if anything happened to me, I just want to make sure that Bella is financially taken care of so that she's not a burden on anyone. You know, that that's was my mindset. My mindset was, gosh, if if something happens to me, my daughter will never be a burden because that's how I felt my whole life. So I'm just here speaking my truth to you all. And I don't know what part of my truth God wanted me to talk about, but I wanted y'all to hear this because a lot of people, they don't understand me. And this is not really for you to understand me. This is just me following what God told me to do. Because let me tell you this, when you follow what God tells you to do, he puts you in position. Okay. And God has given me a vision And this is the provision, but I have to be willing to follow what he says. There's a lot of things me and God disagree on. Okay, I say that and I'm not joking. There are plenty of things that God wants me to do that I don't want to do. I'm not even going to say them on this podcast because I'm still doing them. But trust and believe I don't want to be doing them. But God has a different vision for me than I have for myself. My relationship with God is... Is my relationship with God. Let's just say that. But we we have a difference. We, sometimes I, when I listen, <laughs> it doesn't always match up. And so I don't know. But I know that hearing where I come from, hearing what I've been through. When I was little living in a house with all of those people, I said we didn't have money. Our electricity wasn't on. We had to go to a neighbor's house to call 911. Sometimes we didn't have running water. Then I moved with my aunt. I never had a problem with running water or electricity, but we didn't always have money for food. My aunt worked in the government. She had um, a lot of white coworkers. They would give me hand-me-downs from their kids. And if you know my aunt, my aunt is a prideful woman. My aunt is, her birthday is 2-2. Actually, she's an Aquarius and she is very prideful. And she still took those clothes from the white co-workers because she knew it was some things that she couldn't provide for me, even if she wanted to. But she was fly as shit, though. My aunt, she was fly. And I remember days. I remember this one pair of white Reeboks that I had from one of her co-workers, kids. And I wore those things like every single day because it was like one of the only name brand things that I had. So... That's where I come from, from no water, no running water sometimes, no electricity, no food, wearing the hand-me-downs of my aunt's white co-workers, kids, losing my mother, my grandmother, my uncle within a year. That's where I come from. That's my truth. So when people and another thing about me is I'm very blunt and I'm very like, okay, how big is this fucking problem? Like, let's just solve it. I'm very like, okay, we're going to cry about this shit forever. Like, do you know there are people experiencing worse things than this right now? Like, I'm, I'm very big on it. Like, I'm really like, if the problem is solvable, go solve that shit. You can probably bring me a problem once or twice. After twice, you're annoying to me. 
Because where are we going with this? Where is the solution? Where are we? What are we getting at? You know what I mean? Where are we getting at? Like, come on. Where's the solution? That's how I am. And I say all of what I said. It probably is all out of order. It, it's, just, it's just me talking to y'all. Because this, this is what I was told to do. And I, and I would like to be understood. I think as human beings, we all want to be understood. But I have gotten to a point in my journey that I don't care about being understood as much as I used to. But being understood does feel good. But whether someone, you know, understands me or likes me or, you know, doesn't really truly matter to me, as long as I as long as I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, as long as I know that I am living in my purpose, as long as I I understand my intention for life, then who likes me and doesn't like me is not something that I that I care about. It's not something that I lose sleep over. It's just not. So me telling you all of this is to hopefully inspire somebody. Hopefully it's to let you know that it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what happened to you as a child. It doesn't matter what trauma you have experienced. You that that uh, all of that makes you better. All of that makes you who you are, but it doesn't have to define who you are. You don't have to be that person anymore. I've, I've done the whole living in poverty, living in scarcity and lack. I've done all that. So now that I know my power, now that I'm standing in it, oh, baby, I'm not living like that anymore, period. I'm not. So when we go through things, That's great that we go through them. It builds character. It builds strength, tenacity. It helps you to fully walk in your power just that much more. But it doesn't have to define who you are moving forward. It doesn't have to be that way. No matter what you've gone through, you can take it, use it as strength. You can transmute that pain into power. And strengthen yourself and stand in that strength and stand in that power and fulfill your destiny. You don't have to be defined by what you've experienced in life. Life is a journey. You got to go through some shit. But you don't have to be defined by the shit that you go through. You don't have to look. What do they say? You don't have to look like what you've been through because no one thinks that that was my life. No one would know that unless I tell them. And I'm telling you this because I want, if if you're listening to this podcast, you know, one of the countries that my podcast is listened to is Ghana. It's listened to in Kenya. It's listened to in so many different countries. And I'm speaking to you right now who needs this message, who is looking at their life and they don't see a way out. 
I'm telling you, there is a way out. I'm telling you, you can change your mindset and you can live a different life. I'm telling you because I've done it. I'm doing it. And I think that's why God wanted me to tell my story. So I pray that my story is heard by the people who need to hear it the most. I'm going to set that intention today. I'm going to set the intention that my story touches the lives of the people who need to hear it the most. My story is divinely given and heard by the people who need to hear it the most. That's my intention for this podcast. So, I thank you all for listening. Of course, I always thank you all for listening. And of course, my listeners, you get a discount, of course, on MindsetMakeoverClub.com. So if you're listening to this, go to my website. And if you use code MindsetPodcast, you will receive 10% off of all of your manifestation tools. And you already know you can hit me up on Instagram at MindsetMakeoverClub or my other Instagram page, which is I am underscore Amanda Lee underscore with any questions, comments, or any topics that you want to hear me talk about. I'm always happy to help. I'm always responding to my listeners. And I thank you all for listening. I thank each and every one of my listeners in all 33 countries. Y'all are listening to this podcast in 33 countries. I can't even put into words how grateful I am. I really can't. I thank you all so much for listening. And I will talk to you all very, very soon. Bye.